You're listening to the Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, episode 122. Well, well, we've made it to Friday, which is kind of a joke in my household, mostly because every day feels like we don't even know what day it is or what time it is and what, you know, there's no normalcy to our lives right now. And sometimes that can be demotivating, unmotivating. I don't even know which one it is. Unmotivating or demotivating? Maybe both. It could be both. (laughs) But here's the thing is as an entrepreneur, it's very important to force yourself to do those things that you don't want to do. A few years ago, I read a book called The Five Second Rule. And despite uh, the five second rule you learned in grade school about being able to eat something you (laughs) drop on the ground within five seconds, this one is about motivating yourself to do what you are supposed to do by counting down five, four, three, two, one and forcing yourself to do it. Like this morning, I'm recording from my car, and it is 6 a.m. Did I want to wake up at 6 a.m.? My body did not. However, on hard mornings like that, when I have something that I absolutely need to do, I count down in my mind, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, and I force myself up, and here we are. I'm on the road, headed to film. And the excited thing is... A lot of what I do is about creating content. Now, in the beginning of my journey, when I started as a blogger, my content was being created 100% by me, meaning it was a photo that I was taking on my phone or my camera or a video that I was taking and then I was editing and then I was adding, you know, the graphics to and maybe I was adding labels and all of the things, right? And so as you start to compile content, that is the first step, right? You use what you have and do the best with what you can to kind of give people an idea of what you're able to do. And in the process of doing that, you build this lovely little portfolio. Well, then when you get to the next level, you might be at a collaborator level where you're asking other people with more talent than you to either trade or give you a deal so that you can get better quality video and or better quality photography and use that to post your content and hopefully reach even more people. Well, the next level of content creation is inevitable if you want to be successful and that is paying to create professional content and leveraging the most talented people that you can. And that is what I'm doing right now. I'm on my way to film some content for Dirty Licious And I know this may sound silly to some people, but it's the first time that I've actually put in from my savings account money to create content. And my business partner and I just, we had this talk, we're like, hey, we'd both be willing to lose $10,000. And I don't know about you, but to me, that's a lot of money to lose. And it's not like we're gambling or like sitting at a roulette table, but you know, just to say, okay, like we're going all in on this project And we are doing everything in our power to make sure that it goes well. And I'm so incredibly proud of what our director and producer have accomplished on a very, very tight budget because he's also a very, very good friend of Erica, my business partner. And, And then once it's done, we have 
uh, the joy of <laughs> when you create the content, that's the first step. Then the second step is you have the joy of pushing it out into the world and saying, please, I hope that it's, it's good enough that people are also resonating with it. Obviously for us, we're just, we're blown away by it and we're really excited, but you just never know how the audience is going to take it. So, um, that, you know, that feeling of being all in, I think is important because it means that you care and it matters. Now, I think it's important to note here that while we, um, were trying to scrap up money and like figure out how we wanted to fund this, we did have the thought of, okay, we could ask, um, a bank to give us a loan and that would involve very high return rates and interest rates of, you know, upwards of 25% or higher. We could put it on a credit card, which again, high interest rates. If we didn't have something quickly with a long, you know, low interest rate, I don't know, or a zero interest rate for so many months, again, very high risk. We could ask an investor, which we did. Um, and after talking to our mentor and weighing out all the options, our mentor said, for something as low as this, it's not like you need a hundred thousand dollars to produce this. Uh, my recommendation would be that you fund it out of pocket. And I was, you know, I was kind of hoping that he'd say, yes, go with the investor. Great idea. But he advised against it. And here's why he advised against it because when you have investors and they, and this could go the same with the bank, anybody that's loaning money, friends and family, um, usually in the contract, if you don't pay them back on time, it means that you're turning over your entire company to them legally. And he said for, I know it may feel like a lot pulling that out of your savings account or whatever. It's definitely a lot of money. Um, would you be willing to lose your business for $10,000 or for this amount? It's not, you know what I mean? It's not like a question in my mind. I, I, I I was like, no, I absolutely wouldn't. He's like, well, it's really important that you self-fund while you guys have been putting in all of this time and the sweat equity. If you ever wanted to do something bigger, save that once you have a proven model. Because this still, this idea is good, but it's still going to have failures where you're going to learn things about marketing. You're going to learn things about your audience. You're going to learn things about what you did wrong and what you did right. And then you've got to be able to make a hypothesis, which right now our hypothesis is we're going to make a professionally produced video content series and that our followers are going to like it and they're going to share it and say, oh, you can do this fitness format anywhere you have internet, right? So that's our hypothesis. Well, then we have to go in and test that and make sure that it's actually solid. And and that's the part that I think most entrepreneurs, we get very rose colored glasses on and we say, oh, it's going to be perfect. And I don't have to, you know, do any work and I'll create this and the people will just come. Unfortunately, the mentality of if you build it, they will come is only ever like successful in the movie field of dreams. I very rarely have ever heard an entrepreneur or somebody that had worked their, you know, life to build this business. And they're like, yep, I built it. Didn't have to do a single thing. They just came and they just bought it and it just became a million dollar business. How about that? You guys, it just doesn't happen like that, unfortunately, or maybe it is fortunately, because if everyone just built something and then that was all we had to do, um, I don't know that any of us would be as successful as the ones who are grinding and, and working and sweating and, and caring 
and putting in our passion and our drive and everything we have, it makes us stronger. It makes us better entrepreneurs. It makes us better bosses when we hire people because we know what it took to start. It also makes us more powerful speakers and mentors when we share our experiences. If I told you, yes, I built this website and then all of a sudden it just got a million followers and now I make a million dollars a year and you can do it too. You guys wouldn't care. You'd be like, what? All right, Martha Stewart, that's fine for you. But what about for the rest of us? Right? You need something and someone to show you the real behind the curtain of what's going on. So the other reason our mentor told us that we should self-fund is because he said you will be more frugal with your own money than with somebody else's. And I thought that was so interesting because it's right. He's true. It's true. If I am using my own money, that hurts more than sometimes what happens with investments is once you get it, it's almost like you get a student loan. You're like, woohoo, free money. And in college, you're living it up and you just think it's the best thing ever. Well, the day you graduate, you have a few months of grace and then you get these bills of like, don't forget, you, you owe us and with interest, right? So it's really important that you remember that when you're thinking about, you know, should I self-fund this? Should I get a loan? Should I find an investor? That when you self-fund it, you pretty much are going to be earning that back and working back for yourself. You're betting on you 100%. And for me, like I said, it was an easy, that was an easy bet to make because I know I can do it. And I agree with my mentor. I think if I have my own money funding a project, I will have a different attitude approaching it and I will feel more connected to what I'm doing and I'm going to fight harder for the absolute best at the best price and without being wasteful if I can help it. And so I want you to know that whatever level of content you are at, that you're exactly where you need to be. Don't look at somebody else's journey and say, oh my gosh, like when, when will I do that? Or don't try to rush the steps. So much of creating good online content, you guys, is about testing the things that you're putting out there and seeing what performs well with your audience. If your audience is really liking your podcast, for example, if they're really liking and getting inspired by those types of clips and you repurpose those and you're saying, okay, I'm going to take a screen recording. I'm going to put this on my Instagram stories and people are commenting, they're sharing, they're feeling moved. You know, you're going in the right direction, right? If on the other hand, you're starting out, you're posting pictures and it's like, you know, this picture of my content isn't doing very well and you're trying to analyze it, well, what what was it? Was it that the day before you posted this beautiful balloon arch and it got a lot of likes and comments and engagement, then the next day you posted a picture of your kid and, and it didn't get any likes? You know, maybe there's something to that. Maybe you need to focus more on building your business account and kind of keeping the personal stuff away. There's a ton of different reasons and a ton of different ways that you can accomplish something. And even in my example of like posting your kid you know, picture on your business feed, that doesn't necessarily mean that that's not successful for some people. Some people can totally rock that and it works very, very well for them. So it's really just testing out what works best. Well, once you have your hypothesis and you test a few different models of content and the posting frequency and the type of content that you post, you'll have data that you can actually plug in better materials. And again, taking it to the next level. Who do you know or who can you reach out to via Facebook groups or via other people online in the industry to do collaborations? 
Now, collaborations are a beautiful thing, you guys, because they offer you the benefit of somebody else's audience. Now, think if you missed the first step. If you go straight into collaborations without nailing your content model, does that sound smart? I'm going to tell you right now, it's not very smart because it's wasting a good opportunity to leverage eyeballs and real people seeing what you can do. And unfortunately, in this world that we live in, people have the attention span of a goldfish. And so they'll give you about seven seconds before they're going to decide if they're going to keep looking and scrolling on your site, your social media, what you're all about, or if they're going to bounce and if they're not interested. And so if you haven't nailed your messaging and your content strategy, those opportunities of collaboration will be squandered. And not just that, you may actually have someone say to you, um, you know, I don't want to do a collaboration with you. And that's going to happen anyway, but you want to have, again, the best foot forward when you're asking other people to do something together so that you have the opportunity to get in front of their audience. And then with the third step of paying for better content, and then the fourth step of paying to market that content with an ad campaign and things like that, you know, you really want to make sure that you've nailed something that people like and that people resonate with and that people share on their own. Is your content getting shared? Is it getting repinned on Pinterest? Are people posting it on Facebook? These are all really good metrics to determine how successful your work is and to tell you where to go back and to revisit. Now, I want you to know that like, if you're just starting out within your first two years of you starting your business and that's not happening, does it mean your ideas are crap? No, it doesn't. It probably just means that you need to do a little bit more market testing and figure out exactly what your audience wants from you. And then, you know, start thinking again at the hypothesis stage and say, okay, what can I create that would be valuable, helpful, educational, inspiring, that would bring joy to somebody that's easy to share that goes along with my business and then move forward that way. Now, as always, I want you to bootstrap this because that's the most important way that you can find the data that you need to be successful in the long run. If you're clearing out your savings account to buy a ton of things to create this content, whether it's clothes or props or whatever, or or again, if you're spending a ton of money on professional photos and, and you're going to be limited on what you're able to do unless you're independently wealthy, then I guess go for it. But again, be smart as you're going into this strategy because it's very important that you do it right and that you learn. I think the best advice I've been given was at a blogger conference where the speaker said, don't take it personally if something doesn't go well. Fail fast and hard, just quickly, just fail quickly, right? As soon as something's not working, think about why, make some mental notes, write it down and say, okay, that's why this didn't work. Let's go for it in a different direction and let's try a different approach. So you can start to really collect that data and that's good. If you feel like you're just sailing along and again, I built it, people come, it's all great. If that's what's in your mind as like being successful or the journey of success, you are going to be seriously disappointed because it doesn't work like that, my friends. You have to know that going into business or creating a successful online presence is going to require failure. It's going to require lots of rethinking and re-strategizing and saying, you know, what didn't go well, lots of planning, lots of work, lots of time, right? That's all part of it. 
So just make sure that as you are putting it all together, that you're considering those things. And then, like I mentioned, once you are mastering the first level, take your business and your skill set to the next and then the next and the next and use what you can, use what you have to grow in a steady way that will not only get you genuine followers, likes, and customers, but will also be a proven strategy so that as you get to the point where you're ready to invest in professional content creation and professional you know, ads and boosting of that content creation, that you're in a spot where you're going to be as successful as possible. As always, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. If you love what you're hearing, if this is helpful for you, if you want to hear more episodes like this, please tell me by leaving a review. And that really helps me know if I'm going in the right direction with this content that I'm putting out. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for sharing and being here. And I will catch you in the next episode.